We should forgive. We should forgive and be forgiving. It says so. It says so in the Bible. How many times, as Peter, how many times should I forgive someone? Seven times? Should I forgive someone seven times? He's asking Jesus. And Jesus says to him, no. His answer to Peter is not seven times. You should not forgive someone seven times, but 70 times seven times. Now some translations say 77 times, but 70 times 7 is probably the better translation. 70 times 7 times, which if my math is right, and you can't always count on that, but if it's right, it comes to 490 times. That's how many times we are to forgive someone. We are to forgive those who sin against us as many as 490 times if need be, we are to forgive. We are to forgive and be forgiving. The Bible says so. Jesus says so. Now I know 490 times is a lot of forgiving. And sometimes forgiving someone even once is difficult. But that's what we are to do. We are to forgive and to be forgiving. It's what the Bible says we are to do. And what we are to be. But here's my rule of thumb. Here's something I found. Whenever I read in the Bible, whenever it tells me what I should do and be, here's my rule of thumb. And it works more times than not. Here's my rule of thumb. Here's Pastor Neal's rule of thumb. Try it out and see. Whenever the Bible tells us what we should do and what we should be, that passage has at least as much to do with God as it does with us. That passage is telling us what God does and who God is. What God does and who God is. Peter proposes a number. Like you and me, he knows we should forgive and be forgiving, but he wonders how many times he should forgive and just how forgiving he should be. How many times? Wondering how many times he should forgive, should forgive someone who sins against him. Wondering how many times, how many times he should turn the other cheek. How many extra miles should he go? How many times he should pray for those who persecute him? He proposes a number to Jesus. The number seven. Seven times he asks. And seven is an important number in the Bible. So is the number three. Now I don't know why or how all of this works. But the number three was considered by ancient peoples to be a good number. Three is good. Two threes. Well, two threes, that would be really good. And add one to those two threes, and you have the perfect number. Good plus good equals really good. Add one more, and you have perfection. 
fullness. The number seven, a holy number, perfection and fullness. Seven times, asked Peter. Would that do it? How many times should I forgive someone who sins, sins against me? Seven times? Seven times ought to do it, don't you think? Seven times? Which is a pretty good number, don't you think? Seven times? Peter thought so. To forgive someone seven times, that's surely the right answer. To give, forgive fully and perfectly seven times. Seven times, ask Peter. No, says Jesus. No, and he blew Peter away. Not seven times, but I tell you, 70 times seven times. A number beyond, way beyond even that perfect number. A fullness, a fullness that cannot be contained and overflowing. More than a mere 490, a number beyond our ability to calculate, to count. A forgiveness beyond, way beyond any calculation, beyond comprehension, beyond our comprehension, 70 times 7. 70 times 7, a number beyond calculation, like a little like the number of talents a certain slave owed his king. Jesus tells a story to Peter about a certain slave who owed his king 10,000 talents of gold. Now that word for 10,000 in Greek is myriad, a word we use in our own language. And that word myriad is the largest number in the Greek language, the largest number you could say in ancient Greece. It's a little like saying a gazillion. A gazillion. A gazillion talents, a talent being the heaviest unit of weight, 10,000 talents of gold. 10,000 talents, a gazillion tons of gold is what the slave owed his king. Lord, have patience with me, said this slave to his king, and I will repay everything. Not believing for a minute, a single word his slave said could never in a million years repay such a debt. This king Nevertheless, nevertheless, this king had pity. He had compassion for this slave. He forgave. He forgave the debt and released him, freed him. The king forgave that slave and gave him his freedom. Seventy times seven. Perfection beyond perfection. A fullness that cannot be contained. A fullness overflowing more than is necessary. Much more than what is needed. This, the forgiveness of God. The goodness of God. Perfectly and purely good. And fullness, the fullness of this God cannot be contained. Overflowing. It overflows the goodness, the forgiveness, this, the righteousness of God and all of its shining glory and power. And bless the Lord, O my soul, says the psalmist. And all that is within me, bless God's holy name, who forgives all your sins, who heals all your diseases, who forgives 
and heals. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, steadfast love overflowing. The Lord does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is God's faithful love. Seventy times seven. Bless the Lord, O my soul, says the psalmist. And we pray to this one, the psalmist blesses. Our Father, our Father, who art in heaven, like the slave before that king are we, forgive us, forgive us our debts. And 70 times 7, the goodness of God overflows toward us. It is overflowing, overflowing with forgiveness. It washes over us, washing us, cleansing us, and healing us. And this steadfast love abounding and overflowing, we live in it. We live and move and have our being in this forgiveness, this generosity, this love of God. And so we also pray, unlike the slave in Jesus' story, we are not like him, are we? He, after having been forgiven a debt unimaginable, not two minutes later, he grabs one of his fellow slaves by the throat, he shakes him down holding him against the wall and by the throat, saying, About that hundred denarii you owe me. Now it took 6,000 denarii to make one talent. And so 10,000 talents equals how many denarii? You do the math. About that five bucks you owe me. We are not like him. Forgive us, we pray. And the forgiveness and love of God overflows and abounds overflowing and abounding, we live. We live and move and have our being in it. In the love and forgiveness of God, we live. We live in it. We forgive. Forgive us our debts as we forgive. As we forgive our debtors is our prayer. As we forgive, we pray. We live. We live in it. And we ourselves become, we become forgiving and generous. We forgive as God forgives. We become forgiving and generous as God is forgiving and generous. And so we live. We live. Amen.